Hey friends, welcome back to Bigger Than Me. I'm your host, Allie Hare. I'm currently laying on my couch, which is pretty much like my favorite thing to do these days. Your girl is disassociated. I've been struggling. I've been struggling, guys. I know that I have tried to be, I don't know, semi-transparent, translucent, if you will, with, you know, my mental health struggles and all that kind of good stuff. And last week, I kind of got to a breaking point, and I'm going to talk to you about it because <laughs> here's my embarrassing story from last week. No, it's not embarrassing. Mental health is not embarrassing. It is okay to struggle with your mental health, and it is okay to not have your shit together all the goddamn time. I, <laughs> I've tried so hard for so long to just always, always, you know, show the world that I'm put together, that I have, you know, I have this going on and this going on. And, you know, being busy is my badge of honor, right? And uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I, uh, I had three really good days in a row last week, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday had three really good days in a row. And I have basically been on my couch since... Saturday night. And that's where I'm at right now. Last week was a little bit tough. Last week was a lot a bit tough. I'm going to tell you, <laughs> it is an embarrassing story. It was embarrassing for me. I felt, I felt embarrassed. I felt stupid. Um, and when I get to the end of the story, I'm going to reassure you listening to this, that if this happens to you, you're not stupid. And I should probably do the same to myself. But here it goes. So I know I mentioned in my episode last week that there was a possibility I may be looking into some sort of like a 30-day treatment facility or, you know, whatever you want to call it, 30-day spa, vacay, whatever, to go get my head right. And this came about because patience is a virtue that I do not have. And so I you know, I went to the psychiatrist late last month in August. And like I said, you know, I, I told you guys I was diagnosed with BPD, borderline personality disorder. And like I said, this was not the first time I heard that. This was actually the third time a doctor has told me that. So I decided to listen this time, decided to listen this time. And from there, he was like, okay, we're going to have a follow-up appointment on September 20th. So that is tomorrow. And he was like, in the meantime, I just want you to kind of do some research, put together some questions, and we'll go over, you know, our our next steps, our plan of action when we when we have our follow-up visit. For me, it was like, okay, cool. So now that I know what's wrong with my head, I'm gonna fix it. <laughs> so I started Googling, obviously went to like my like my insurance provider's website to find, you know, therapists and network because, <laughs> you know, God forbid in this country that we need medical help or advice or whatever. And we have to go through a billion different channels before we can actually talk to somebody. But anyway, so went to, you know, take a look around for a new therapist because there is apparently, according, again, according to Google, there's apparently a specific type of behavioral therapy that can be very beneficial for people with borderline personality disorder. It's called DBT. It's dialectical behavioral therapy. Don't quote me on that. Anyway, so I had done a lot of reading into that and a lot of researching into that. So I started looking for, you know, local therapists who are, you know, experienced in that or that is their expertise or whatever. And I came across this beautiful website for this beautiful facility. And they, you know, they had outpatient option. They had inpatient option. They had 
residential option. Like they had the whole nine yards, whatever. And they had made it very easy through their website to just fill out a little intake form so they could let you know if your insurance, you know, if you could even consider this place based on your insurance, blah, blah, blah. And so I did all that and I got a phone call from a seemingly very nice gentleman. His name's Ross. And fuck you, Ross. <laughs> Ross called me and wanted to be my best friend and did like an hour long like assessment with me. And at the end of it, he's like, yeah, I'm going to recommend that we, you know, we do a, a full 30 day stay for you so that we can really really get to the root of all this. And I mean, you're just in 30 days, you're just going to be a new person. And looking back now, I'm like, God, this guy was a total piece of shit. But I think that I was just so desperate <laughs> to fix my brain that I, I also, I do have, I mean, this is not a shocker, I'm sure, but I do have, I have, I do have trouble with boundaries with people in perceived authoritative capacities, right? So, I mean, obviously I don't know this person. I, you know, he's not my doctor. He's not my, you know, my boss, he's not my father, whatever. But like, I'm just like this guy, you know, this guy holds the key to my mental wellness. So like, I, he should be trusted. I need to listen to what he has to say. So anyway, Ross uh, basically, you know, said I, I needed a 30 day stay and blah, blah, blah. And he was going to call me back with a, a treatment plan and a, you know, here's our, our day by day. This is what this day is going to look like. This is, you know, this is how we're going to handle this, this, and this, blah, blah, blah. Um, dude doesn't call me back with any of that information. He calls me back like two days after he said he was going to call me back. And he's like, hey, just checking in to see if you're still interested in coming to stay with us. Like it's a goddamn resort. And I was like, well, I mean, you know, you didn't answer any of my questions. So can we do that first? And it became very apparent uh, that he was really just trying to sell me and definitely tried to hard close me. Trigger warning here. Definitely tried to hard close me by being like, you're only going to prolong your suffering. So you really should show up like Friday. This was last week. This was last Wednesday. I think I talked to him. But anyway, so basically tried to hard close me by being like, mm, if you put it off any longer, you're kind of going to kill yourself. So <laughs> you should come here now. Turns out, turns out everybody, Ross works on commission. Ross works on commission. And if I don't show up there, he doesn't get paid. So that made me want to kiss concrete. So yeah. <laughs> I was feeling pretty fucking low, pretty, pretty low. So I had a full-blown mental breakdown after I realized this last, like, I don't know, Wednesday night and kind of just, you know, spun out. Like I said, I felt really fucking stupid. I felt like I should have seen it coming. I should have whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I, again, I just, I just think I got, I was at a point where like, okay, like I know, you know, I know what I have now. How do I fix this? Right. And I do realize, you know, once you start to take a, take a step back and look at the bigger picture, I do realize that, you know, 30-something years of trauma is not going to be overnight fix. I'm aware of that. I am aware of that. I'm going to keep reminding myself that I'm aware of that. But God damn it, I want it to be. I want it to be, and that would be so ideal. But it's hard. It's hard. I'm not going to... I'm not going to pretend with you guys. I'm not going to pretend with you guys. I think I've spent a lot of time, a lot of time being really, really worried about having all the right things to say on this podcast and all the, you know, just having the most profound experience for you when you listen to me talk to myself for 20 minutes every single week. But that just doesn't really feel authentic to me at all. It just doesn't feel 
doesn't feel like me. So I am a goddamn mess right now. Silver lining is I do tonight. I get to take two of my nieces out to dinner at their favorite restaurant, which is a burger and custard place. And I'm so excited about it. I don't even know if I'm going to get like all dressed up, you know, like I do for my Instagram pictures. I honestly, like, I just, I just want to spend time with them. I just want to spend time with them because they make me smile. And that's kind of what I've been doing ever since my little, <laughs> my little mental breakdown last Wednesday is just really, really, really being intentional about, about the people I'm, I'm surrounding myself with, about the, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. But I am pushing myself too. I am pushing myself too. And I realize that that is, it is a big part of it. It is a big part of it because it is, it is easier for me. I'm not saying it's easier for everyone. I'm saying it's easier for me to just bury it like I have for <laughs> decades. But it is. It's easier for me to just bury it. And you know what? I'll just, I will never open up that baggage again or I'll just, you know, pick at the lock for, I don't know, years until it breaks me. Who knows? So it's easier for me to bury it. But I, I did my best. That's that maybe that'll be the title of this episode. I did my best. I pulled myself up, not on my own. I full transparency here, not on my own at all. Um, on Thursday, I everything in me wanted to just stay home and sleep on the couch all day long. But two of my teammates at work, they they convinced me to come into the office and just be around the girls that that do make me smile and make me laugh. And they, you know, and I and I cried. I cried with them too. But they they are those girls are a large part of my chosen family. But I got to be around them and I went to a closing for some really special clients of mine. And I had a really good day. I had a really good day and I wound up hopping on the road later and driving up to Raleigh for the night to spend some time with my friend Caitlin. My I've talked about her and I know I've talked about her in an episode in the past or a couple episodes. She did my boudoir pictures. She's just fucking fabulous. But she's amazing. She's such a great friend. She's one of those friends that you don't have to put your mask on for. I'm very, very grateful and and just overwhelmed, honestly, by the 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 amount of people I have in my life that I don't have to pretend for, that I can just, you know, there there's no, I don't have to be on, you know, I could just be myself and it's nice. It's really nice. So anyway, so I went to go spend time with Caitlin and that was great. We watched Thursday night football. We ate Doritos and popcorn and chocolate chip cookies. And it was it was a fantastic sleepover. And then Friday was actually a really great day too. I, I hit the road kind of in the morning and had a couple things to do when I got home from Raleigh. And then I did get to go out to a very, very fancy dinner with the hubs. We went to Epic Chop House here in Fort Bill. And oh my God, it was absolutely delicious. It was, oh, it was so freaking good. But so we went there and... <clears throat> That was so much fun. And it felt, I felt really good. I felt really, 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 really good. And it wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh my God, all my, you know, all my problems are solved. It was just, I, if you, if you've ever struggled with your mental health, you know that it, you know, sometimes the good days are few and far between. And it was a really good day. Yeah. 
It was a really, really good day. And then Saturday, Saturday was also a good day. Saturday, I got out in the morning and actually was showing a house to some clients of mine. And then we had a lunch with some of Daryl's family and then just kind of came back here, came back to the house and relaxed. And I think that's when, you know, the next kind of the, the downward. I don't know. Last week, I felt like I was absolutely spiraling, absolutely spiraling. But... I don't know. I, I don't feel like I'm spiraling right now. Just, you know, being 100% honest with you guys. I don't feel like I'm spiraling. But yeah, once once I kind of hit yesterday, Sunday morning, I I don't know. I, I Yesterday was actually, I mean, it was a pretty good day. It was a pretty good day. We we watched football all day. Oh my God. If you're an NFL fan, you know, yesterday was absolutely fucking crazy. Like so many good games, so many good games, so many crazy endings. The Cowboys, the Cardinals, like so many crazy endings yesterday. And we had my in-laws over. Daryl made probably the most amazing burgers I've ever eaten in my life. We had burgers. He made a big thing of sangria and it was a nice day. It was very relaxing, but I definitely, I was feeling a little bit on edge. And I think, again, it's just, you know, I don't know. I, I think I just was already kind of starting to get into that, like, okay, I need to isolate. I need to be alone kind of thing. And it's never about, it's never about the people that I'm around. So it's not like, you know, I didn't, you know, I don't want to be around my friends or I don't, don't want to be around my family, family or, or my, you know, my coworkers or whatever. It's just, it's, it's a need to, to be by myself. It's a need to be by myself. And I started to feel that pretty hard yesterday. And then this morning just, yeah, went full-blown isolation troll. So that's where we're at today. Just in case you wanted a I don't know, a weekly re recap. What did I say I was going to call this episode? That would actually probably help me figure out how to get back on track here. I don't know. We'll keep going. Maybe I'm doing the best I can. She's doing the best she can. I'm doing the best I can, you guys. But I am making a a solid effort to be a little bit more, like I said, a little bit more transparent, translucent. So that I just, I don't want people to think that my life is perfect. I don't want people to think that I have my shit together all the time. I don't want people to think that I... I say all this and I, I realize that I'm also the one that's preaching like, who gives a fuck about what other people think? But I feel like I have a responsibility because, you know, having a whatever kind of social media presence you have, um, I don't want it to come off like it's all, it's all sunshine and rainbows because it's not. It's not. I struggle. I, I you know, I, I do realize how privileged I am to, to have a strong support system. I have... I have some of the most amazing friends and and family, both, you know, some by blood, some chosen, and near and far. And I really do have, I really have some of the most amazing people in my life. And I know that that's also, it's hard. It's hard because, you know, you have these days where you're like, I have everything I ever wanted. I have everything I ever wanted. I... I couldn't possibly, how could I possibly be so sad? How could I possibly be so angry? How could I possibly not want to get off the couch and go do all the fabulous things with all the fabulous people in my life? But that's, <laughs> that's one of the shittier sides of mental illness. But yeah, I do feel responsibilities to, 
to make sure that whoever is following me, whoever is listening to me, whoever is following me, whoever, you know, sees my stuff on the internet knows that it is not, it's just a highlight reel. It's just a highlight reel. And I am a normal fucking human being. Probably not normal. I'm probably far from it. But I'm just, I'm I'm a person just like you. And I have my bad days too. And I wish that more people, I wish that more people were more transparent about their bad days because it can, it can really seem like, you know, other people just have it all together. Other people just have it so much easier, right? But you never know what people are going through. With that said, though, that doesn't minimize things. It doesn't minimize things. That's 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 a hard a hard lesson I'm still working on mastering is understanding that understanding that the people who have hurt me may have been hurt themselves, but not giving them a pass for that. Because I do have a tendency to do that. I have a tendency to say, well, you know, they didn't mean it because this is what was going on that day, right? Or they, you know, she didn't mean to make me feel like absolute shit, but she had a bad day, you know? But it's not an excuse. It's not an excuse. I used to use it as, as an excuse, and that's why I know it's not an excuse. I did. It just, you know, I and mostly it was the people closest to me that got hurt because I would come home and just be in a horrible mood because something something triggered me that day and Daryl was usually on the other end of that. And I think that there's a, I think when you're trying to, for me, I think when I'm trying to kind of process through some things, think through some things, look at things in ways that I didn't look at things before, whatever, like I said, I do, I do have a tendency to, to try and give grace. But I think, I think in doing that, I have invalidated a lot of my own experiences. And I, and that's like part of the problem is that my experiences were already invalidated. So then on top of that, me invalidating my experiences, it's not healthy. It's not healthy. It's not the way to go about it. So you can, you know, you can give grace and understanding that everybody's going through something. Everybody has, you know, skeletons in their closet, whatever. Everybody has the shit that they don't talk about. But, and I'm not saying that it's that everybody has to heal. You do you. You do you. All I'm saying is that there are, there are people who, who are going to hurt you because they, they have refused to see that someone else has cut them, yet they're bleeding on you. That sounds cryptic, I feel like, but that's just, that's where I'm at with that. So anyway, anyway, I just, I don't want to, I don't want you guys to ever think that I'm just fucking out here living my best life all the goddamn time. I'm not. I, I don't, I'm not going to say I'm not, but it's not, it's not, it is not all, you know, Instagrammable fashion looks and, you know, just, just <laughs> a perfect life. It's very far from it. And I have, I have bad days. I have a lot of bad days. And sometimes I have more good days than bad days. And sometimes I have more bad days than good days. And I'm not always in love with myself. I'm not always in love with my body. I think that's another thing too is, you know, I think I, I've talked about this before, but like the whole body positivity thing is just 
that really gets me. It gets me a lot because I feel like there's so many people now on the internet that are like, you need to love your body. You have to love your body. You have to love yourself. You don't. You don't have to do anything. You, you don't. You, you really fucking don't. It's, I know it's coming from a place. Mm, I don't want to say that. I don't know. It's coming from some sort of fucking place. And at one point I was like, oh yeah, body positivity. Yeah, I'm just going to be blissfully happy about my body. But that's not realistic. It's not realistic because again, I am still fighting the 30 something years of, you know, lies <laughs> that our society has told us, our, you know, our culture has told us whatever of, you know, thin is good, fat is bad. You know, I literally, I, I still struggle with it. I still struggle with it. I don't want you guys thinking that I'm out here every day. Like I am the hottest thing that has ever walked this planet. And if you don't think so, then fuck you. I will put that vibe out all goddamn day long because I am one of those fake it till you make it kind of people. And I don't really mean like I'm faking it. It's just I, I spent so long walking with my head down and walking, you know, behind the crowd, walking, you know, trying so fucking hard not to be noticed that I'm just doing the complete opposite of that now. But it's not. I, I don't wake up every single day and think, oh my God, like you were just chef's kiss. Perfection, right? <laughs> I don't. I don't want anybody to think that. You don't have to wake up every single day and think that you are God's gift to this earth or whoever's gift to this earth, okay? You, you are entitled to feel how ever the fuck you want to feel about yourself. However the fuck you want to feel about yourself. That's that's another thing. It's like it's like now that that I have have started building such such a more beautiful relationship with my body. You know, I and I know I've talked about this before, but like I it still makes people really uncomfortable when I call myself fat. And like, oh my God, you're not fat. You're beautiful. No, I'm both. I'm both. <laughs> oh my God, you're not fat. You're this. Oh my God, you're not fat. You're this. Oh my God, you're not. No, I'm, I can be all of those things and be fat. That's the thing is that that's the lies that I'm unraveling. <laughs> that's, that's the trauma I'm working on is that my whole life, I believed I couldn't be anything if I was fat. I couldn't be successful. I couldn't be loved. I couldn't be cherished. I couldn't be wealthy. I couldn't be famous. I couldn't be, I don't know, a girl on the internet fucking talking to herself and hoping people listen. Who the fuck knows? Because, because I was fat, right? So I have no issue whatsoever calling myself fat because I spent so long being terrified of that word. So it is funny to me when people hear that and they're like, oh my God, no, you're not fat. You're like, no, I'm both. I'm both. I'm all of those things and I'm fat. Cool. But I get it. Again, we've all been raised in a very, you know, materialistic society and things are about, it's all about looks and possessions and, you know, mansions and yachts and Ferraris and ugh, gross, gross. But if that's your thing, you do you, you do you. I'm not here to judge anybody. I just want, I just want to make sure that the people listening to me rant and rave and whatever on a weekly basis know who the fuck they're listening to. 
I want you guys to know me. I will continue to be as transparent as I could possibly be without, you know, giving up my entire, you know, private personal life. But yeah, I just, I just want, I want to be me. I just want to be me. And I want to offer that out to the world. And if you're cool with that, that's great. If you're not, there are literally millions of other podcasts you could be listening to right now. But yeah, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to live your best life every single day. Know that the people that you admire and the people that you follow and the people that you think have it all, they, it might look like it, but they're probably, they're probably dealing with some stuff too. And like I said, that's not to minimize your experience. It's just to, it's just to help you know that you're not alone because you're not, you're not alone. There are so many people who struggle with the same thing. If you can, if you can identify or, or whatever with any of the things that I've said today, rambled about today, there are so many of us. There are so many of us who, who are, you know, the class clown, the, the makes everybody laugh, makes everybody smile. Oh, she lights up a room. And then if you, if you saw me like on my worst days, like that, please do not like, do not put out like a missing persons ad. Like, oh, by the way, this person lights up a room. No, she fucking doesn't. Like, <laughs> I do not light up a room on my couch stroll days. <laughs> okay. In fact, I prefer the room to be very, very dark. But yeah, sometimes it's, it is us. It's, it's the ones that are the ones that may have been responsible for trying to help regulate other people's emotions when they were younger who have learned to just entertain to entertain and and you know keep everybody else happy while you're literally dying inside so yeah so just again another 30 20 to 30 something minute ramblings of a mentally ill millennial i'm doing my best you guys I'm doing my best. I know that I have really good days ahead of me. And I know that I have some shitty days in there too. And I'm fighting to have more good ones than bad ones. But I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie and say they're all going to be great. With that said, I do have some really fucking cool things coming up. Some things that I'm so excited about in my personal life, in my professional life. I just have like the end of this month is going to be amazing absolutely amazing and I have a really cool like brand launch party thing coming up in October and then I am going to Jamaica in November like there are things that I'm really 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 looking forward to and so I know I have good days coming so it's okay if I'm just <laughs> dying on the couch today because I have good days coming and I know there will be good days and bad days and all different kinds of days in between. And I'm just not, I'm just not going to pretend anymore. Like I have it all figured out. So anyway, if you want to find me, you can find me on Instagram at bigger than me pod or at lights camera alley. You can also email me at bigger than at gmail.com. Wherever you get your podcast, please like, please follow, please subscribe. I don't know. Please rate, please review. That would really, really help me out. I really appreciate you guys being here week after week listening to just the nonsense that comes out of my fucking mouth. I'm a big girl. I've got a big personality, big fucked up personality, but this shit's bigger than me. 
<laughs> Bye, guys. 